Let me go. This is Cash Color Canvas, a high level of conversation. And um, as you can clearly see, today I'm not at Live Hip Hop Daily Studios. I am at Urban Grow Media Studios, which is AKA my house office. And I'm here today to have a great conversation with the Hush team. Um, and that's Kay and that's Vanessa. They're out in Chicago. They're going to be doing an amazing event this year at, at Las, in Las Vegas for MJ Biz. And we're going to speak to them about that as well as how the, how the business came to life and some of the things that they've learned as they started do, doing events production so without further ado Kay and Vanessa how are you doing today Hi, doing good thank Hi, you everyone. so much for having us no problem no problem and, and y'all are based in Chicago correct yep. we are, Chicago. yeah you know and that's one city I have actually never been to in my life I've never even stopped no, over what, Chicago. What? Mm -hmm. okay, no we need way. to change that yeah we need to change that I was thinking the same thing we got you. Yeah, we thank got you, you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I, I, I like to I love to know that I have that type of hospitality when I do touchdown in Chicago, if I do come. So I must I must make a, a, a trip out there shortly. Um, but I want to definitely get into this interview. But before we get into this interview, can you guys please introduce yourself and tell us exactly what you do for Hush? Hi, I'm Kay. And I'm Vanessa. And we're the co-founders of Hush Chicago, soon to be Hush Las Vegas. Awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, That's awesome. Um, we're based in Chicago. We are a full service events and marketing agency. Um, we have we are headquartered here in Chicago. We started in 2018, and uh, we've been producing events for the cannabis industry ever since. And yeah. now we are um, we're expanding to the Nevada market this yeah. fall. And so, oh. what we really do is like we customize um, brand experiences through our event production and we really help brands be able to not only, you know, connect with other professionals in the industry, but be able to connect and engage with their target audience in a more intentional and creative way. Awesome. Awesome. You know, and that's such an entry, that's such an interesting way to enter into the cannabis space. You know, we, we speak a lot about ancillary businesses and I think that, that the event production business is something now I'm not sure if people really um, touch touch on when it comes to having a way to get into the cannabis space. Um, prior to doing Hush, what to, what were you two doing and what made you say, I'm going to start, I guess I'm a, I'm a, tra I'm a transfer, I'm going to translate these skills that I have over here into the cannabis space. Well, I can start because she has a really great story. I mean, we both do, but um, so before I got into the cannabis industry, um, I was in the technology. Um, I was working in a technology for um, hospitality, and then I transitioned over to healthcare. And mm -hmm. so I was a senior software trainer, and I would travel all over to different facilities, um, train directors and, and medical staff directors um, to kind of like utilize the, it, it was a credentialing software. And so while I was doing that full time, I had a side business that I started back in 2014 uh, of event and wedding planning. So I was doing that on the side and I was doing that for, for a very long time, um, specializing more in the wedding industry. But uh, there was a point where I was just like looking for something new, something different. Um, I was really at a point in my life where I was like questioning everything. Um, and cannabis has, has definitely been a part of my life, um, especially more so in college, that <laughs> to, to, you know, bring out my creative juices. Um, I came in, uh, I, I went to Columbia College. Actually, we both went to Columbia College in Chicago um, for photography. So we would have a creative background. Um, and so it wasn't really until I 
was invited to a personal dinner for a friend's birthday party. And little did I know, it was at a chef's home and we were having a five course infused dinner. Uh, so it was my first time ever being in, in uh, an environment like that. And so it was like in the middle of dinner, we're getting like joints being passed around throughout each of the courses. And that was my light bulb moment. That was my moment where I was like, this is exactly where I need to be. You know, cannabis brings people from all over the world together, um, all walks of life together and, and really be able to um, create these, these discussions around cannabis. So that was my, my little red, um, my light bulb moment. That's awesome. What about you, Kay? Yeah, I'll tell a little bit of my story and, and kind of segue into our combination, our merge. Um, the bulk of my professional experience is in uh, professional photography, actually. Um, I've always been a creative. I went to school, got a degree in photography, um, and then I landed a job immediately after college at a firm uh, in the north suburb here in, in Illinois. And um, in 2011, I started my own photography firm with another uh, photographer and business partner. Uh, we successfully ran that, um, that business for about six years doing weddings, portraits, corporate events. And so it exposed me to a wide gamut of events, uh, different types from you know, your personal social events, networking events to large trade shows, award shows, um, conventions. And so I was able to see um, what it was like to really produce different types of events and seeing the back end of it. The last two years of um, that experience, I was contracted by TripAdvisor to photograph hotels around the country. And oh, so that was also my way into you know the hospitality world and seeing the back end of how it's run and operated and then seeing the front end too as a guest, doing surveys, doing kind of like mystery photo shoots. So that was actually my way into the regulated cannabis industry um, by providing photography services to one of the up and coming MSOs at the time um, and photographing their uh, dispensaries, their cultivation centers, products. And so that, that was also the same year that I had decided to um, end my partnership with that photography business. And I was also in the same space as Vanessa where we were both in a, in a uh, time in our careers and we were looking for something more. Um, for me, cannabis, you know, it's been my longest relationship. I always <laughs> me, and, me and Mary go way back. <laughs> and so, you know, she's been with me through childhood, adulthood, career, entrepreneurship. Um, I studied the plant, but then it was all behind the scenes. And, you know, it, I, I attribute a lot of my success actually to cannabis being with me um, throughout my ups and downs, my failures, my successes, but no one really knew about it. Um, and that part of me was really missing. Um, and I felt, you know, if, if I could live in my truth, I could help others live in, in their truths as well. And when we got together, we just had, you know, a, a slew of services um, that we could provide. Um, and what we saw here in Chicago was that at the time when we, we were first starting to talk about, um, you know, doing something together, and this was in 2018, um, at the time we were only a medical state. And so we knew we were going to head into being a recreational state. We weren't sure when yet. 
but at the time, you know, the underground scene here was happening, you know, the legacy folks, there were, were underground events that were happening. We started attending these events, um, and then we saw the potential of what the community and culture of cannabis in Chicago could look like. And then it started, we started being exposed more to also like the complete end of the spectrum, which was like the corporate and medical side of cannabis. You know, I think it's kind of cool that you you had a chance to, it, you went to pop-ups and you went to underground events to kind of see what was going on. I think a lot of, a, a lot of more, we're going to start seeing a lot more companies like yourself come to life because of pop-ups. I think the un, that underground scene is going to bring a lot of creativity out. I, I really love going to pop-ups. Yeah, absolutely. I, yeah, I think that, I think that was super dope. All right. So, um, but starting Hush, first off, what does Hush stand for? And, and, and tell us about, again, the first time that you thought that, and what made you feel like the company was needed at the time? Sorry. So there's no acronym for Hush, but our tagline is higher standards for the high hustler. Um, I love that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And really the goal was to be able to create a higher standard here in Chicago in Illinois um, because we wanted, you know, better representation of what the cannabis culture should look like. We were, you know, Chicago's always looked over. We get compared to East Coast, West Coast. <laughs> we, wanted, we wanted to create our own lane here in Chicago and awesome. you know, the richness of the diversity here and all the, the culture representation here. So we, we saw a major gap that was missing early on when we were just in the medicinal state at the time where, you know, and at one end of the spectrum, you have the underground markets that is going on, right? And so there's, in, in that world, you know, there, there are some resources that are missing that we were able to provide for them. And then in the other end of the spectrum, we saw the corporate, corporate America, where it was nothing but more, you know, white suited men. Um, and there was just a lack of representation, um, cultural representation, um, and the real true, you know, social equity. And so again, we saw that gap and we wanted to be that one to like really bring the two together. And, you know, we started actually in the, in the underground scene as well. And yeah. so we created these pop-ups. We actually launched our, our, our brand in New Year's Eve of 2018. Yeah. We and decided to go big. Let's just go big and go all out. And so we ended up getting a three-story um, empty warehouse um, out in a neighborhood that's wow. really diverse near us in the north side of Chicago, still in the city. Um, and it was just in true hush fashion where, you know, you go through an alley and you knock on the door and you, there's a password that's given. Um, so we had a three-story warehouse that we flipped and we had, you know, the vendors from, from the underground market and those who really wanted to really cross over and were interested in being license holders. That is amazing. I actually love that 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 story. Uh, what did you learn from the very first event that you created? Like, what, what were some of the takeaways that you that you walked away with where you that you can use now currently in some of the events that you produce? You know, it's funny because when we first started, um, nobody knew who we were. You know, we came from the events, creative, marketing, hospitality, tech world. Um, and the way that we marketed our event was, it was, you know, it's very mysterious. It was very sexy. It was very cryptic. It was secret location. Nobody really knew what was about to happen. That's still the way that we run our events. But they're interested. They're curious. You know? Yeah. However, people thought we were men. Just assumed. 
right? And um, we get we often get that a lot. Like you know, it, like it's been a challenge being a woman in this space, getting the respect as a woman in this space. That's one of the challenging things. And and also gaining the trust of the community um, is not something that you can get right away. Um, I think. You know, a lot of these, um, you know, we live in, in Illinois where a lot of the, uh, the MSOs are headquartered and that's what's taking over our market right now. Yet, you know, the, the emphasis isn't placed on the community and the culture. It's just about selling product right? and like what people and what companies in, in this industry fail to realize is the importance of really merging the culture, not just, you know, ethnic culture, but the culture of cannabis, the culture of the plant, yes. and, and placing the importance of why we're all here in the first place. And so that was one of the challenges, I think, is, you know, to really be able to gain the trust of the community while also reaching for the hands of bigger players in the game so that we can build that bridge so that we can provide resources for smaller operators, for the smaller bands in the space. Um, by reaching out to these bigger brands um, and and really using our events to be a marketing platform for brands of all sizes in, in the industry. Which is really needed. You know, it's very hard to advertise or market any products in cannabis. You know, you can't, you almost, you almost cannot do it at all on social media. It's very hard to have television commercials, no matter what market you're in. So a business like yourself is a very, is, is placed very well to be able to help certain, like a lot of different brands be able to market in unique and experimental ways. And um, I feel like we're about to see that in Las Vegas very shortly. So it, Las Vegas, for those who don't know, Las Vegas, um, MJ Biz is going to be taking place in Las Vegas towards the end of November. I will be there. And um, so will Kay and Vanessa. And they're going to be doing this amazing event in Las Vegas. Talk to us about what you're about to, what you're about to pull off in Las Vegas. Oh, it's about yeah. to go down. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be on Thursday, November 17th, okay. um, 8 p.m. to midnight. Um, and it is the Hush House, a high hustler affair. So it's going to be a red carpet affair of all the high hustlers in the industry that are coming together for one night. Um, we're going to have a free-to-play casino theme night. So it's going to be really fun incorporating, bringing in that inner child of ours, but still being that grown and sexy as well with that red carpet. You know, that's one thing that really sets us apart is people come to our events super dressed up. It's like a fashion show. Which oh, so I got to get dressed. Okay, I got make it. Oh, yeah. It's a, it's a come out and show out type of event. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we're going to have, a, a, it's going to be free to play uh, casino games, but also you can play to win um, different uh, items. So think of like kind of like an arcade. You, you gather all these raffles, so you gather all these, um, your chips, and you redeem them for um, sponsorship items. So like it could be from brands, um, brands who want to give out like a pre-roll or maybe a gummy or maybe you'll get a, a mystery gift bag. So um, the, the options are endless. So we're going to have a lot of entertainment. I think what sets us apart is the kind of environment that we produce that we haven't seen anywhere else. Um, and, you know, bringing in that ladies touch that we're very proud of um, in the industry. Um, we, we boast a multicultural audience um, of executives, thought leaders from all over the country. People have been coming to Chicago just to come to a Hashirat. Uh, and we'll run it the same way that we always do. Secret mm -hmm. location, password required, 
if you know, you know. So it's going to be um, grown and sexy vibes, grown and sexy entertainment, consumption friendly as well. And so it's just going to be a few minutes away from the convention center. It's going to be really easy to get to. Um, it's going to be over 8,000 square feet uh, venue space. So we'll have over um, eight rooms that we're going to really give um, different experiences to our guests. And really what we're, what another thing that really upsets us part that I think that is hospitality. Um, hospitality with the attendants, the, our guests that come in from the moment that they purchase tickets to the moment that they receive emails to the moment they walk in that we want them to all feel as though there are VIPs. And so it's going to be a really great, again, grown and sexy night. I'm ready to go right now. So I'm glad you gave me <laughs> what the dress code is so I can make sure I, I, I come prepared properly. Now, I dress I dress well anyway, but I definitely want to make sure I stand out on this red carpet. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We, we've, had, we've had men actually on, go on social media and post, like, when they're going to, like, go shopping for the suit, they're taking the suit to the cleaners. Yeah, like, man. it is a whole thing. Yeah. It's, and it's so it's so awesome to see because I think now in, in the society that we live in, when we go, people don't dress up anymore. Or no. there's no places to go to dress up. So that's something that we want to we want to bring back. I look forward to bringing out my suit. I will wear sneakers with them, but I'm going to definitely bring out my suit when I, come, <laughs> when I come down. That sounds like an amazing event. And this this is going to launch the the latest edition, which is Hush Nevada or Hush Las Vegas? Hush Las Vegas, okay. yeah. So, you know, this will launch. I ran in, in Las Vegas. We, um, we've spent the last year building our team out there. And uh, we're going to be partnering with Channeline, Shout out to Candeline, um, <laughs> which is a uh, THC and CBD infused syrup. They're out in 30 plus dispensaries out in out in Nevada. Um, and they're going to be our exclusive beverage partner for this event. So they're going to be serving up drinks, low dose drinks at the at the event. Um, we're going to have other um, consumption opportunities and fun interactive ways. Um, and, you know, for us, it's, it's creating an environment that that people want to stay at. Yeah. Um, have fun at, but still conduct business in, in just a, in a more like new fashion way. And so and be able to consume and enjoy the plant. Yeah, it like sounds that's all comes, you know, it, you don't like it, it's hard to do business with someone until you have a session with them, right? <laughs> yes. You have a session yes. with someone, that is when like the real business comes and like the true personality comes out of the I love that. The concept sounds dope. And it really sounds like you're, you, you're already you're ready to take off in, in, in Las Vegas. Now, as far as taking off in Las Vegas, are you adding new people to the team or is it still just going to be Kay and Vanessa pretty much running everything? Oh, our team is is growing. Um, you know, we'll still be we'll still be hands on with a lot of the projects that we're doing, especially in new cities that we'll be we'll be at because it's it won't just be Las Vegas. We're going to hit up New York. Miami, Los Angeles. Um, the goal is to be international with, um, you know, these high-level productions for us. But you know, the it will be us. We'll be will be us, and we'll be growing. There will be more ladies in the hush <laughs> in different cities. Awesome, sure. awesome. If you ever think about it, you you possibly could bring one to Atlanta. Atlanta is a very different space, but yeah, we we definitely could. We definitely would love to see that happen. <laughs> oh yeah, we're Atlanta is definitely on our on our list. 
man. You know, and one thing that's definitely going to be a conversation when we all are at in Las Vegas for MJ Biz will be Joe Biden's announcement that uh, he wants to push for pardons of cannabis offenses and calls for new uh, calls for reviews on actual federal law on cannabis. Um, what was your opinion when you first heard Joe Biden's announcement? Um, I can tell you, my first opinion was really like 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 you picked today to do this of all things. But what was your reaction when you first heard that? Uh, well, my first reaction was like, okay, well, you know, very great strategy because uh, elections is coming up soon. <laughs> and also, like, you know, they're saying that it's for small offenses or what, what was the... It's for small offenses. So for people who have simple charges about cannabis. So it's, right. it, doesn't, it doesn't affect people who have ever been caught with weight or anything anything big, I, be, I don't believe. Right. And, and like, are those numbers really accurate? It was because... You know, they were saying like 6,000. I'm like, 6,000 where? Yeah, exactly. It's it's right across the country. Less. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, you know, so, yeah. I haven't really done my research as far as like how many have really been, been you know, in prison for some something small. But I think that number is, is a little questionable. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I my reaction was the same as yours, like, a, and kind of just sitting back and, you know, letting the hype happen and like social media. And um, I think it's a great start um, to, you know, descheduling or rescheduling. Um, it's, it hasn't been done before. So I think it's significant. However, there's still a lot of work that needs to be done. There's a lot of fine details and fine prints that people need to look into past the headlines before they, you know, start making praises. Um, and, you know, not just jump on the bandwagon of all the hype, but really figure out, like, what does this really mean for us? And especially for us in the industry, especially for those people who are in prison, um, because how does this affect them? Like, it's, it's minimal, right? Because he's not saying he's releasing people in prison. He's not saying he's, mm. he's expunging records, even. He's pardoning small offenses. Nobody's in jail for small offenses. Um, there's 40,000 people in federal prison still. Um, and so what does that really mean, right? But I think, you know, like we can't take away the fact that it's, it's still a pretty significant moment um, and that it's, it's a great motivation for all of us in the industry to keep advocating for what is necessary for, you know, for releasing people in prison for cannabis, for, you know, for prison reform, for social equity, for social justice. And it goes beyond cannabis it goes you know everything that we're you know our daily lives you know like everything that we stand for I, I always say that we're, we're when we're in the cannabis industry we're here for equity for equality for social justice for reform for harm reduction and it, it doesn't stop in cannabis it's just a, it's just a start Yes, yes, I agree. There's definitely was an amazing announcement, but the devil will be in the details and we really got to have to work out those details to really see a real impact from what he said. But again, congratulations. Um, but getting back to the good the, the topic of the night, which is the hush party. If somebody wanted to get to actually be able to um, get a ticket or going to get some more information or even possibly be able to go, how would they be able to do that? So there's different ways. Um, you know, there's people who are exclusive members of Hush. Oh. who have access to our events and you know the when we first started the the best way to know about a hush party was you just got to know somebody and the word will get around 
now we're in the digital age and you know it's a little bit more <laughs> uh, formal <laughs> you can go to hushvegas.com that's h-u-s-h-v-e-g-a-s.com to see all the details of the event and what you're going to get as a ticket holder and you can also follow us on our instagram it's hush underscore las vegas awesome awesome is it will there be a promo code or anything for, for fans there will be you know we'll send one over your way for just just your fans uh specific to you a special promo code that they can use oh i love that i feel like a, i feel like a personally invited guest now you are i will i definitely will i totally appreciate your time today ladies um Kay, vanessa thank you very much for having this conversation with us on cash color cannabis i wish you very much luck with hush and as you transition into nevada i i, I uh, las vegas i hope i'm there to see that success as well thank you yeah, so much absolutely. we can't wait to see you yeah, thank you so much for having us no problem thank you so much again and as cash color cannabis a high level of conversation